guys are repairing the skylight in our apartment. And, uh, and, uh, it's a little, it's a long time coming. So, I'm glad to, that they're getting to it. Now, Mary, what are your, uh, what are your feelings on, how do you feel about this happening, uh, today? Like, uh, are, uh, what, what are you, are you, are you excited about it? Are you, are you, uh, anxious? Are you, what, what's going on there? Hmm, I guess I feel a little anxious, because, uh, I need some downtime before I go to work and, uh, touch human bodies for a living, because I'm a massage therapist, so. Right now there's five grown men in our studio apartment, <laughs> buzzing around like bees in a hive. <laughs> cutting holes in ceilings and so I feel a little better being in, the, in your workspace here where there's yeah than trying to like uh, like avoid getting in people's way or right. whatever while they're working yeah there's this weird interaction because they're in our way because we live there and we feel we're in their way because <laughs> they're cutting holes in our ceiling <laughs> so everybody feels like they're in everybody's way what's your uh, what's the most What's the most, um, uh, like, dicey situation like that that you've ever been in, where like, you've uh, you've been in somebody's way, and or like they're they're like working and you're. Uh, oh man, I think our um, well, the first thing that comes to mind is I lived in a an apartment where the upstairs neighbors flooded. The apartment not once but twice to where it came pouring through our sky like our uh, dome lights oh, and, and the kitchen and everything. So we had to have I counted I think it was nine uh, industrial sized fans in there to dry it out. Dry it out and so uh, my partner at the time lived with my partner and we couldn't hear each other talk to each other because it was so loud and that went on for. <laughs> it was a month of demoing, oh and so, and I think it was like 11 days where we had to have the fans on, so we actually didn't really communicate with each other unless we were out of the apartment, and and the workers had keys to our apartment, so they would come and go when they needed to, so I'd be like in the shop, I don't know, there, there's probably laws about that, but <clears throat> that weren't supposed to happen, yeah. one, but... Yeah, they had an access code to get into our apartment, and I'd be in the shower, and I'd get out, and there'd be two people that I didn't know just in my kitchen. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's some sort of next level. You, yeah, not being able to sort of predict um, other people's comings and goings in your own in your own environment right. is like uh, pretty um, maybe a desperate desperate feeling or something, yeah. you know. I definitely need uh, I've realized or uh, um, observed about myself that I need my own retreat where I absolutely know what's going to happen. Yeah. Which sounds kind of crazy, but I need to know who's going to come into my space at what time, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't know if that's maybe because of the way I grew up or probably. And also, um, you know, being a massage therapist and you're in, you're, you're on somebody's actual space for your job, you know, so, yeah, yeah. and I'm creating a safe place for people, so 
when I'm not at work, I want to have. You recognize the importance of it, maybe, where you're like, oh, I know because I'm like, essentially, I mean, at this person's request, but I'm totally invading their space, yeah, you know. But right. that, then, it's like, you're, uh, you just know the importance of it. So, like, right. when you're back in your own place, it's more, um, uh, the contrast of not having it or something when you're doing massage stuff is more apparent. Right. Yeah. So this is challenging today. Yeah. But it's been, what, three years of me putting in fix-it requests. The skylight in our bedroom, everybody, when it rains, it, it literally pours into the bedroom out, out of the skylight. So we have to put buckets and towels. And that's been going on for two or three years. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. two weeks before the wedding, and they decided to fix it now. So yeah. we... And they're really going for it. They're, I mean. re they're really just going for it. They're really just <laughs> cutting holes in the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> there's like three people on the roof. There's three people in the apartment. There's one person just watching it happen. So... <laughs> And if you're listening to this, you can probably hear uh, the dog huffing and puffing. We just took him to the we just took him to the park, and uh, he ran around and chased uh, a um, sprinkler. Sprinkler. And uh, got all soaking wet. He loves it. It's a little bit of uh, it. It's really cute and funny until you realize that he has tendencies towards obsessive compulsion. It's a so little obsessive compulsive. He, he, he almost can't, he can't stop because yeah. it, it'll go he would go forever until he just fell over probably. Yeah. Which he, he has a couple of Which times. He has. Fallen over. But I think that's because he was <laughs> slipping around because of the grass was wet. But he almost seemed I, I noticed t today that he almost seemed relieved when I snapped him out of it. He was like He's, cause he was like tired when we took him to the park, cause we were in. I went to the, uh, to uh, the beach yesterday with him, and he was, in the water for like a couple of hours, just walking around and swimming and stuff. So he's pretty tuckered out still from yesterday. So when we took him to the park today, he was like, he was like, um, you know, not quite prepared to go full full steam, at the water sprinkler like he was yesterday, and, so I think. Once I, we called him and we started walking away and sort of snapped him out of it, he was like, I don't know, I just got the impression that he was he was almost relieved to not have to bite at the water anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Dog stuff. We're getting ramped up for our wedding, huh? Mm-hmm. It's cool. Countdown. I'm excited. Countdown begins. Yeah. We're going out to the place uh, this evening, right? And doing a little sort of just review, walk around. Yeah, I forgot about that. And uh, maybe do a little bit of cleaning and stuff out there. And um, I'm excited to see how this, it, it to, I'm just envisioning how the space is going to look, you know? And uh, it's an, an exciting prospect. I felt uh, all sorts of emotions in this process. Yeah. Because last year when you asked me, I was ready to go to the courthouse because in my mind that just seemed like the most simple transaction. Yeah. You know, you just go to, you go to the courthouse. Yeah. You uh, have this 
intimate interaction, then boom. And you avoid all other things such as planning and food and invites and directions. And, and the company of your friends and loved ones. Yeah, I know. Well, now that's what I'm saying is I feel all sorts of emotions because, man, there's been people that have just like stepped up and helped us mm-hmm. just like volunteered their time volunteered their yard volunteered tents they went down to, and got back on Evan went and got these tents and brought them hauled them all the way back from Wisconsin from Wisconsin and um, our friends Jess and Mariah are uh, cutting us a deal on on uh, making food for the wedding and mm-hmm. they've just it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool feeling yeah and I'm, I am excited I'm excited to see your family and the, who haven't been up here Hope's been up here yeah sister Hope yeah um, any so other she, any other sibs of mine been up here I can't think of no yeah that's kind of yeah. yeah it is a long drive though yeah so I'm excited for to hang out with people, but I'm also excited because I've been um, thrifting the decorations because mm-hmm. uh, there's a 60s, 70s vibe, a little um, retro mm-hmm. vintage theme I'm throwing in there. Mm-hmm. So I've been collecting, I've been thrifting and collecting vintage uh, table decor and so I'm excited that's my my jam I like decorating oh man can I talk about the state sale I went to oh yeah speaking of vintage let's get on that subject because that's fun (laughs) (laughs) so is the wedding but uh, I didn't mean to say that wasn't fun I'm very excited for the wedding Oh, uh, yeah, I, I know. Okay. I'm also just nervous because imagining people staring at me is uh, a trip. I'll be right there next to you, buddy. Okay. Yeah. I okay. got you. Maybe there's a little performance anxiety or something. I mean, that's why I stopped playing music because I mm. just started freaking out. Well, you don't have to perform, you know. Well, yeah, but like we'll be standing there and everyone will be staring at us, so it's sort of like <laughs> a performance, you know. Yeah. That's what I'm most nervous about, but it'll be fine. It's all going to be people that love and care for us and vice versa. And Oh, man, I'm just excited to listen to some good records. And mm-hmm. oh, our, our friend Greg Sandell, mm-hmm. Sandell. Mm-hmm. It's going to be spinning records for us. Just going to be so fun. It's going to be so fun. Just going to be hanging out in the yard, and then across the street is going to be the lake. Yeah. And then behind us is woods. It's like pretty... And then in front of us is tacos. You know, it's like <laughs> pretty good Directly all around. Directly in front of us. Oh, speaking of the lake, just before the estate sale thing, we should tell the nice people listening about our... Uh, or a disaster of a beach day the other day. You oh, yesterday. That? Do I remember was yesterday? That, I that sure yesterday? do. <laughs> yeah. Do I remember what happened? the day before yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. That's right. <laughs> well, it was a beautiful day all day. And, oh. I mean, I was at work. People were coming in. They were just... They were just strutting their stuff. They were 
flying high on the the good sun vibes and mm-hmm. I was like, man, I can't wait. John and I have plans to go hiking. We were going to go wet more, take the dog. And then work started wrapping up and these gray clouds just, just blanketed the sky. And so anyway, I got home from work and I, we tried to drive away from the storm just to have some minutes of beach time instead of driving into the storm. <laughs> yeah, and I, I should add, I had got maybe, I went to bed really late the night before. I got... Uh, 4 a.m.? Yeah, like I got like four hours of sleep. And then I got up and I cut my finger with the bread knife that morning. And then it was just like one of those days. It's just like one thing after another. And then... Uh, by the time you got home, I was like in a pretty grouchy mood because like, <laughs> I'm trying to remember there was like some other thing that I intended to do that day that I just didn't, I, like, I didn't, you know, I didn't do or I tried to do and then didn't work or something. And uh, so by the time you got home, I was like pretty tired and I like still wanted to go to the beach and it was like sunny or it was sunny out and then it and suddenly got cloudy and you were like, Hey, you you called me on the way home and you're like, oh, it's there's supposed to be a thunderstorm and I was just like, because uh, I hadn't been you're outside just in a while. Immediately in a bad mood and I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh crap, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah. So anyway, I got home and it's just it got grayer and grayer as time went on, and I hadn't eaten any food, so I'm like just shoving food in my mouth real quick because I'm like, gotta get out there before the storm. I just wanted <laughs> to enjoy some outdoors. It was like a goal of mine. And I, and I was saying, oh, maybe we could, you know, maybe even if it rains, maybe it'll still be fun to, yeah. to swim in the water or whatever. It'd still be fun. Yeah, so, so we, we drove, we drove out of town. Yeah, we drove out of town in the opposite direction of where the storm clouds were because, like, Half of the sky was covered in storm clouds, but we could still see some uh, sunny spots, so we light. drove toward it. We drove towards the light. <laughs> and we, f- we get to the beach, we let the dog, I forgot the leash, you know, and then, so I was a little, oh, yeah. a little worried about that. The beach is that. right off, like, literally, you park on the side of this busy highway, and <laughs> we don't have the leash for the dog, and I'm like, oh, God. But that was fine, we, we got down there onto the beach, and the black flies were swarming, and we were already oh, in kind of a coated. bad mood. Yeah, just coated and biting black flies, standing <laughs> there, and then the wind picked up. And and you, I, I was just getting all ready. I was like, okay, well, it's fine, it's fine. Like, as soon as I get in the water, everything's going to be okay, and I can just swim around for a while, even if it starts raining. Yeah, it'd be still be, be fine. Already, you know. yeah. And you walk to the water first. The sky is black <laughs> yes. at this point. And, and the water was so cold. I don't know if the wind blew in cold to the shore or what. Yeah, and you just said, ooh, it's pretty chilly. And then I, <laughs> I was right behind you, and then I put my feet in the water, and I just heaved this deep sigh. You dry heaved <laughs> at the feeling of cold water. So, and then the dog, and then it's like thundering, and Benny is absolutely terrified of the thunder and lightning. Like, yeah. in the apartment, he uh, tries to dig into the floor, <laughs> which is an impossible feat because, you know, it's concrete. Yeah. We have concrete floor in our apartment. And so, um, so he's, he's scared, all nervous. But, but he also wants to chase a stick. So we did throw... Uh, so a, I threw a stick in the water a couple times, but he was real nervous because it was thundering. And then... 
So I was like, okay, the wind is at this point just really picking up, but the black flies are not going away, and we're just getting swarmed more and more. So we're like, okay, let's go. Just let's. It's about to storm because we can see the we can see the rain just pouring over like across the lake, like mm -hmm. toward Marquette, and we're it's looking at cool the town. Yeah, it was. It was great like, looking, but I was getting eaten by black flies. Literally, my flesh was being torn away <laughs> by <laughs> black by flies. You're just I'm then holding, a skeleton standing yeah, there on the beach. Yeah, a skeleton holding a beer, my bottled <laughs> beer, which then the wind picked up and it just started <laughs> blow. I don't even know. It literally was just throwing sand into our faces. Remember, we like yeah, yeah. in my beer and. <laughs> It's yeah. miserable. Well, I wanted to have the we used we used suggested we have the windows down for a little bit. Well, we got we had to go back up to the car, right? Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, we gotta get off the beach. We gotta go back up to the car. So we run back up. This was, by the way, I think we spent maybe ten minutes. Three. Five. five three. <laughs> three. Minutes I would say on the three beach. minutes on the beach. Ten we drove all the way out there in a, in a bad mood. Yeah. Got in a worse mood on the beach, <laughs> and then we went and sat in the car. Uh, so, and it was like 80 degrees anyway, so it was like, oh, we got to roll down the windows. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's very humid in there. And now the wind is picking up, and, it's, and it's, now it's starting to do Downpour. this cutting, pouring rain, like just whipping around. And the lake looked really cool because there were white caps on it. It was like when we got out there, it was perfectly calm, like mm -hmm. glass, you know. No movement, very cold, mm -hmm. not swimmable. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, and then, uh, then it just... Mere minutes later, it was just huge waves, white caps. Mm -hmm. It was just pouring. That's one thing I like about living next to the lake is like it can just change on a on a dime, you know. Mm. Like go from this sort of placid. Um, you like that? Yeah, yeah. Why? Or vice versa, you know. You can have sort of a stormy day, and then if it's if the sun comes out and it's you know, then I'm it just planner. Gets... So that weather is just like <laughs> oh, I'm planning on going yeah. hiking. Five minutes pass, it's downpouring. Well, son of a bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Like that's that, right. Huh? Yeah, I, I like I like that it can change on a dime. That was always sort of the joke when like living in in Indiana was that oh just if you don't like the what you don't like the weather, that's okay. Just wait five minutes. You know. <laughs> Cause it, you know, it's like it's pretty true though. Yeah. Like yeah. Cause it's like I, well, yeah. So I, we finished our beer in the car. Yeah. Rain and sand was whipping through the car. And we're sweating in there because it's very humid. <laughs> yeah. Benny's trying to dig into the floor of the car because it's lightning and he didn't like, or it was thundering. Yeah. Like, I guess there was some lightning and. Uh, so we sat there for I don't know maybe ten minutes in the car, fifteen minutes. And we're, I was like, well, this isn't slow. This isn't gonna slow down. Yeah. So, let's just uh, let's just drive back to Marquette. And as as soon as we started driving, it like the sun came. As soon as we started driving, the sun came out, and uh, it didn't necessarily stop raining entirely. The but then it was just out. yeah, it was sunny, and I was like, oh great. And then you had to go to work. <laughs> yeah, and then I had to go to work. It was kind of a long shift. <laughs> so that was our. Uh, that was our that was our beach day. We have uh, many more uh, good days that outweigh that day. But that that's was just, true. That that's was true. just a funny experience. It, it reminds me of that episode of of Marin. Remember, um, the, Mark Marin, where he's like he's at his friend's house, who's like married this rich doctor, and he's sitting outside at the pool. He doesn't have any, you know. 
like responsibilities that day and he's just chilling by this pool at this really nice house and there's a flower across the pool and like it's just this beautiful setting his friends floating in the water he's just in the sun and it, but then he like focuses on this flower and it just does this zoom in shot of this flower until he, he's focused on this one leaf that's like died and it's like <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it's like brown and hanging up and and he it's and it just the, it just shows the shot of his face <laughs> and he's just like he's just pissed pissed about it because he's like because Martin Marin always sees the bad yeah the negative that's a good show yeah I I wonder how how uh, far fetched that is from his actual personality all right right but man. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I didn't make. The, I didn't mean that to sound like uh, I was being Mark Marin or anything, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, yeah, we, that's true. We do have a lot more uh, uh, sunny, we blissful days at the beach. Live than, in a uh, dream. Yeah, during the summer around here, it's just well in the winter too. Yeah. It's just you got to be able to to survive it, and it's so long that after a while you forget. Mm-hmm. You need to be reminded that it's also dreamy. Mm-hmm. That's true. So tell us about this estate sale. Oh, man. So I went, uh, well, John and I t- took the dog for a walk on Saturday, and we saw a sign. There's a street here in uh, Marquette on the east side where we live <clears throat> called Ridge Street, and it's the street that has East Ridge, it's the street that has all of the uh, old sandstone buildings from, mm-hmm. I don't know, early 1900s. Maybe oh, Victorian. Yeah, Victorian homes, and and um, it, they all have a view of the lake. So it's just kind of this pristine street where you kind of walk down it and, and dream of what these houses look like on the inside. So... Anyway, we there was an estate sale sign when we walked Benny up there, and there was a line out of the door. People were waiting, and I later heard that there it was a forty-five minute wait to get into the house. Yeah, yeah, there were people, a lot of people there standing waiting to get in. So it just it was just open doors, and they were selling everything in the house. I tried to go back a second time, and it well, there was also a line, so I gave up. And then on Sunday, our our good friend Evan, who who's lived, who's been on this podcast. Oh before. yeah, Evan's been on the podcast. What was the podcast about? It was the first conversation. We talked about all kinds of stuff, yeah. or the first conversation podcast. I mean, oh know. cool, Evan's great. Yeah, Evan should start his own podcast. So, I'd I'd, so I'd that in this moment, I could say, listen to Evan's podcast. <laughs> uh, go to the co-op. He works at the co-op, and uh, he's a bright light. Yeah, Evan's great. So he lives up there on Ridge Street. Yes, he lives up there on Ridge Street, and he's neighbors. He lives in this big sandstone building. It's beautiful. But anyway, he texted me and said, have you been to the estate sale next door to my house? And I said, no. I tried to go there twice, and uh, and, and the line was out the door. He said, everything's half off right now. So I just grabbed my keys and went there, because I really just wanted to go in... To, to see the house, house. Yeah. I, I walk along that street and just dream of what these houses look like. I mean, yeah. they're amazing. I lived in the sandstone building for uh, a bit uh, that Evan lives in, and we I lived in one of the apartments. It was split up into apartments, a big Victorian home. View of the lake. My room had a safe in it, so, like, 
these, you know, it's just amazing the, the architecture that's kept in these places. So I just wanted to go in and see and, um, oh my goodness, I walked in and this lady's name was Harriet Wilmers. Mm -hmm. uh, someone told me her name was Harriet Wilmers and they had a picture of her black and white photo on right when you walked in and she was like this brunette big eyes like big doe eyes beautiful so that was the first thing you saw and then you walk into her living room and it's just this picture window of lower harbor and the lake and of course it was blue skied and glistening and nothing had changed in this house she just stopped time mm -hmm. it was amazing i haven't seen anything like it since like my own grandma's house mm -hmm. know, which was that was a long time ago so the carpet was like gold the rigid the wallpaper was gold <laughs> just all this uh she had a velvet sofa from probably the early 60s maybe the late 50s mm -hmm. furniture everything anyway so i'm just like got emotional. I went in there and I was emotional and I walked around and the whole thing, the whole experience was just emotional. That time had stopped and it's kind of a strange feeling watching some people ravage through stuff real quick, tossing it and, you know, grabbing yeah. what they want. And Not that there's necessarily anything morally wrong with that. It was just a strange yeah. mix of feelings to see that and also be in somebody's home where they just open the doors and family just open the doors and they're like everything is for sale this life is for sale you know yeah, yeah. You know, this life of, of belongings and so i went into the basement and the whole basement was like christmas vintage christmas decorations it was just <laughs> wild i mean there's tables of decorations and yeah and mid-century storage units and... Boxes and then, of hats. Oh, yeah, there was a pile of luggage and boxes of old hats and um, shelves of shoes from the 50s. And right next to the shoes, <laughs> like, tucked in this, on the shelf up on the top in the corner, well, kind of, like, strewn about was uh, this... I think it was from, I think it was from the 40s, that blanket. Hmm. It's like if you could imagine a cottage blanket that someone would have in their cottage, that's what it was from the 40s, and it's 100%, oh my god. Embroidered. Embroidered flowers all over it, 100% cotton, made in the USA, and just like worn in, and I just, and then below that was a rug from I think the 60s, look like 60s, with 60s flowers all over it. Almost a paisley, sort of. Sort of paisley, like... yeah. And that was below it, and I just immediately, I didn't even open the blanket, I just grabbed, grabbed him, <laughs> you know, and just hugged him. I like grabbed him, held him to my chest, and I just walked around the rest of the house. I was like, I'm gonna put, it was just like immediate, like, I'm gonna cuddle the shit out of that blanket and I'm gonna <laughs> use that rug at the wedding you know? yeah and I was just it feels so good and then not it feels so good to like profit off someone else's stuff but there this lady loved her stuff she kept that from you know she stored yeah. that away she like didn't want to let that 
that go. She stored it away. She took care of it, you know? And so it's just cool to, like, have something someone took care of and knowing you're also going to take care of it. I know what you mean. They loved it. It just was a cool feeling. So then I go upstairs and I go into the bedroom and there's a rack of clothing and this lady was my size somehow. And so 100% wool jackets or like um, fall coats and sweaters. And then there was a... So I got two two of those. I got... 100% 100% wool robe that is blue, cobalt blue with white piping. Yeah. And um, the sweater and the, uh, <laughs> the the robe had holes in it that had been hand-stitched. And it just, someone took time to sit down and like, they yeah. loved those things so much. They loved that robe so much. Or they just were like adamant about not getting rid of it yeah, yeah. that they're like I'm gonna stitch you know so it's got their stitch marks in it it's just so cool and then they found could, a yeah it could be you were saying it could be a function of um, sur- surviving the Great Depression oh totally yeah that's sort of what I was talking about the other day it was like my grandma um, did the same thing yeah and I now being older I mean when you're younger you're like why is grandma saving the wrapping paper mm-hmm. like from christmas she would yeah. save it yeah and uh, i never understood it and now i'm like oh well you know i get it now yeah my grandpa ed would uh he was he was adamant about people cleaning their plate you know and that was yeah so was my grandpa yeah clean plate club yeah yeah and he would give us grades you know yeah. like because he was a teacher also after yeah. the war and so he would say like uh, and that was before he was a soil conservationist, but so he taught. Wow, he ta- I didn't know that. He taught That's for cool. a few years, but then so he would say, uh, you know, he'd give you like an A plus or a B, and you had to redo it, or, you know, eat the rest of your food. I think that's actually why I hate, uh, I don't hate, but I, I, I have an aversion to musk melon or, you know, a cantaloupe. Oh, because right. we would, we, oh, he yeah, had this gigantic it? garden in his backyard, and we would go there in the summer and we'd help them, you know, harvest. And there would just be just scores of cantaloupe. So we would eat it right when we woke up for, you know, for breakfast or with our breakfast. And then we'd have it for part of our lunch and then a midday snack, like later, and then for dinner and then like late at night. So we were just eating muskmelon all day for you know, dusk to dawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, even the smell of it. Kind I remember of... when you first moved here, I kept buying cantaloupe. <laughs> and I'd come home and it'd be like, I got a cantaloupe for breakfast. And you were like, not into it, but never said anything. And I was like, well, you don't like, who doesn't like cantaloupe? And you're like, I don't really. Because you eat everything. Yeah. So yeah. I, that was really. alarming to me. I was like, what happened to him to where he eats cantaloupe? Anyway, so the, also... What I found was a three-piece, oh man, a three-piece um, corduroy suit. Tan corduroy suit. And it looked like John's size, and I was like, well, for three dollars, because everything was half off. It might have been like five dollars or something, but. And the lining on it, the silk lining, uh, had a. Pheasants. Pheasants on it. That's like <laughs> so cool. A dark brown with these like uh, pheasant pattern on there. Flying all around. It was yeah. amazing. 
and it fit you. Yeah, the jacket and the vest fit me. The pants fit you like old man pants. They're like wide leg old man saggy bottom pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I the think we could get them tailored. The saggy bottom boys. If you ever wanted to wear them, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I would, I would, I would do that. Probably cost like ten bucks tailoring. Yeah, if you look at those pictures from the forties and I guess even the fifties, like a lot of everybody had saggy bottoms. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. They, they ain't no cover their skinny shoes. jeans, John Davy. <laughs> anyway, so uh, there's so much to get there, but and I was just too it was sort of emotional, so I just left with what I had. That was a lot for me. I spent seventeen dollars on all that stuff, and uh, got some good finds. I I think we should take turns wearing that. Um, no. That uh, that robe during the winter. Our, our vows are not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I will share my cobalt blue 100% wool robe with you. <laughs> anyway, it was a, a wild experience and I keep thinking about it. I wish I could go back in there. Not to buy things, but... Although I do keep thinking about the things like, why didn't I grab the other rug? Yeah. That was sitting, but I think that's just greed, but, uh, <laughs> you know, there's just the feeling of just getting... Just avarice. Uh, but I think it's because I'm like, oh my god, I love this stuff so much that I should have just grabbed that other stuff yeah. and loved it just as much. But, you know, trying to stick with that minimalist lifestyle yeah. with... Uh, this obsessive thrifting uh, impulse. impulse in me is hard. Yeah, it's an um, it's a good uh, it's a good um, <sighs> so balance to to strike. It's that yin yang, you know. It was so hard not to like, because then the the thrifter seller in me was like, "This is I need to get all of this and sell it." Yeah, I'd be. Stupid not to, but it just didn't ring true to what I was experiencing in that moment because it wasn't to, like, ravage. I didn't feel guilt. I just, like, wasn't inspired to ravage through Harriet's things for profit. Not that there's anything wrong with that, I don't think, but I just was not inspired to do that. I was like, I want things that I'm going to love. Mm-hmm. And uh, here, here's this pile. And then I checked out and told uh, her family members that the house was beautiful and they got pretty pumped. And yeah. they commented on the three-piece suit and I've said that my fiancé is, is for my fiancé and I think he'll look handsome in it. And then they got real pumped. So it was... <laughs> That uh, Harriet's house reminds me of um, some of my friends in Lafayette uh, moved into this house and they would do house shows there and they called it Grandma's House. That was like the name of the house venue, you know? Yeah. And There was a movie called Grandma's House, I think. Was oh, that, really? Was that called Grandma's House? Or... <laughs> anyway, go ahead. You're thinking Weekend at Bernie's, not just No. Um, <laughs> no, uh... But the, the, so the base, like they would have shows in the basement here and it was in this sort of, um, 
you know, neighborhood where good, 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 good amount of old people lived, and um, there was a picture in the basement of this old couple mm-hmm. that had lived there before, and I guess their kids were renting out the house. So it was the picture of the people who used to live there. <laughs> and it was in the basement behind where, like, the bands would play. And it was... <laughs> it had it sort of... Uh, it sort of was like, almost like a little sacrilege, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, but it was, um, Wait, it was so an interesting... Wait, so how were the people renting it related to... I think it, it was their kids who had the house, so they rented it out to... So their children were landlords yeah. and rented house out to kids playing in bands, basically. Yes. Okay, so the kids in the house had no no, no relation to uh, to the grandma and grandfather. Wow. Yeah. That's strange that uh, that the landlords kept the photo. Yes, in the house. and that was really the only thing in the house that was like left over, except there might. I might have accidentally stumbled across a walker one time in a closet. Like, I opened a closet that I thought was a bathroom, and there was, like, a walker in there. And those were, like, the only kind of, like, artifacts left over from when the people who who used to live there. But they call it Grandma's House. It was a strange place to go see shows, because it really, it, it really did seem like, you know, mm-hmm. like a house, you know, some old people might live in. I don't know, strange. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Well, I think that's uh, that's a good <laughs> number of <laughs> number of topics for today's podcast. That was a good one. Benny finally chilled out just in time for the podcast to be over. Next time, if we ever do a podcast, we'll be a genuine married. That's right. Our couple. It's coming up, man. So thanks everybody for listening to the show. Uh, let us know what you think about any of these topics in the comments section. Uh, like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram and stuff. And, uh, you know, hit that subscribe button. Maybe leave us a review on the iTunes, uh, on the iPod site. Can I do a shout-out? Yeah, let's do a shout-out. Keegan's Life. Is that the name of his podcast? Yeah, Keegan's Life. Did you do any podcasts about him, or like, did you mention him? I may have mentioned him in one, but okay. I know he, I know he listens from time to time. Yeah, there's a uh, this kid named Keegan who uh, took a video of uh, John one day from a car and said, "Listen to my podcast." And John said, "Listen to my podcast." And they like, <laughs> exchanged, and uh, John showed it to me, and now I can't stop watching it. It's funny. This kid's yeah. funny. You have to go. You have to go check out his podcast. Yeah. Keegan Keegan's life on YouTube. He has some good videos, and we'll, I'll put a link of it in the description below. So, thanks for listening. Um, have a have a great weekend, and I hope you have a good time. <laughs>